Live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios, this is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. We, the people, Congress shall make no law. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is Bullet Points 2A Talk Radio, brought to you by the United States Gun Club. And now, your host, Tony Ashcraft. Let's get to the discussion. We talk about universal background checks and assault weapons ban and safe storage laws and magazine capacity restrictions, blah, 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 blah. We always hear that from talking heads from politicians, especially from the Democrat presidential mm-hmm. group for 2020. They love to tell us what's going to happen to our guns as soon as they get off it. No, the, the uh, yeah, the curtain is lifted. No, no veil of secrecy any longer. Right. But they tell us that, that we need all these things. We have to have universal background checks. We have to have an assault weapons ban. We have to have magazine capacity restrictions. We have to have safe storage laws. Why? Because it's for our own good. It's for our own safety. It's for the safety of the public. Because if we think about it, any time that you've heard any of the the Dianne Feinsteins, the Nancy Pelosi's, the Cory Bookers, the Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. the third quarter 2019 gun salesperson of the year and part-time Mexican Beto O'Rourke <laughs> saying that, hey... We're going to, we need to do all this stuff because there's, guess what? Three words, gun violence epidemic. Mm-hmm. Gun violence epidemic. They use that term a lot. And epidemic of mass shootings, they, they, that's Beto's favorite right there. Yeah. But think about it. Gun violence epidemic. Good God, that's enough to scare the hell out of anybody. Sure. Because gun violence epidemic, I mean, if we, that's three scary words all roll up into one. Guns, for a lot of people that don't know, guns can be scary. Violence is an intimidating and frightening term. Mm-hmm. An epidemic, come Ooh. on. Yeah. Come on, if I hear epidemic, I'm hiding in the closet. Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm scared. But that, that term, it just absolutely the suburban soccer mom, the suburban housewife, that scares the hell out of her. That frightens the hell out of her because she is, you know, she's taking care of the kids. She's taking the kids back and forth to their activities. Uh, She's taking them back and forth to school. And she Mm -hmm. has stuff about mass shootings. She has stuff about, yeah, exactly. That AR-15s are everywhere, assault weapons in the street, weapons of war, all this scary, scary crap, all this scary stuff. So gun violence epidemic, that, that is a, that is a big, scary term. That's a big, scary term. So it got me to thinking, are we really at a place in this nation in today, you know, today's times, are we really in a spot where there is a true gun violence epidemic? What would qualify mm-hmm. as epidemic proportions? Yeah. So I thought about it. The FBI has just released some numbers, and these numbers are very interesting. Now, this is from the Unified Crime Report for 2018. Okay. Now, this is not hard to find. This is the FBI. This is not something that you have to get a Supreme Court decision and a FOIA request and hire three lawyers and dig in and, and wait. To, this is on the Internet. This is for every Anybody can see this. You don't have to pay for it. There's no sign-up. 
It's it's all right there. Okay. So the FBI legit statistics. So for 2018, it may surprise you that from uh, let me go back a little bit from 2017 to 2018, violent crime overall was down 3.3 percent. Down 3.3 percent. Not a huge number, but down it is. It's not up. Yeah. It's not up. It's down 3.3. You wouldn't know that. You would not know that. Uh, FBI data also says that homicides for the last complete year available, which is 2018, total number of homicides, 14,123. And that's actually down from 15,129 in 2017. So again, not a huge year over year thing, but it's it's going, it's going down the right direction. Yep. It's going down the right direction. It may further surprise you. That homicides involving firearms declined. In 2018, they were 10,256, down slightly from 2017, 10,987. So that's roughly about 700 less uh, between 2017 and 2018. So they, the number that we always hear, especially from uh, part-time Mexican Beto Aurora, <laughs> Always says forty thousand. Forty thousand yeah. is that number they like to throw around. And, and the deaths, right? And but the, the term that they use, they they use gun violence, mm-hmm. death by gun violence. So they they lump in, of course, accidental shootings, suicide, suicides, undetermined. So suicides is a big one. Suicides yeah. is is two thirds, if not more. Actually, if you add them all up, it gets close to. If we use, uh, and I'm using the seventeen uh, twenty seventeen um, year model as a percentage but if we take the suicides undetermined lawful uses uh, accidents it comes out to almost 70 percent so that's actually more than two-thirds mm. of of all that's all homicides they why why do they you know you ask have to ask yourself what's the end game why are why, they doing right. this you know why, why? yeah you know, why would you why would you say that why would you try to get people to think that it just it's it's nuts out there. Create it's, a panic. Yeah, create a panic, create a problem. Yeah. As it's if, weird. you know, they want you to think that when you go outside, it's like John Wick and Grand Theft Auto had a baby and it's <laughs> happening out in your front yard. <laughs> it's just crazy. Is that a Tonyism? So, yeah. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> no, but I mean really they want you to think that it's just absolute chaos everywhere. That there is a yeah. school there's a school shooting every week. Right. There is just that that cops are running around killing everybody. That everybody has an AR-15. It, it's it's just blown beyond proportion. I heard that Beto O'Rourke is going to give us back our AR-15s, and he'll he'll, he'll he's not going to give them back. He's going to trade them in for an AR-10 because they're five ARs less. Yeah, saw that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to use these AR-10s instead of AR-15s because they're five <laughs> ARs fewer. You know, I saw that. I, I laughed for a good three minutes when I saw it. <laughs> I did too. That's hilarious. You you know you, you think about that, and here we go. I'm going to get off topic, but <laughs> that is the kind of if I actually heard somebody you know like an O'Rourke or you know Sheila Jackson Lee, one of these knuckleheads, Feinstein, you know they come out with all these things and they 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 have these laws and stuff that they want to do, and you know we've said it a million times that you can tell when people that don't yeah. know anything about firearms write laws about firearms, right? 
<sighs> the funny thing is, is that is something that could have possibly came out of one of their mouths exactly. and been serious. Yeah, they would have been. <laughs> we laugh about it, but it could have happened. No, they, uh, yeah, <laughs> that would have been absolutely Because they've had stupider stuff come out of their mouths. Yeah, hard to believe. <laughs> true, true story. Sorry about this crime epidemic. Yep. Epidemic. Uh, so, you know, we, <laughs> getting back to the story, we get back to this why. Why would they create this panic? Why would they put out this information, this kind of, not kind of false narrative, it is a false narrative. It's mm-hmm. false to it say is. that crime is on the increase when the FBI says it's not. It's down this year from last year. It's down last year from the year before. To say that, you know, that there's all these mass shootings, all these killings, when and the reality is, it, it, there's really not. There's not 40,000. Turns out there's only 10,000. 10, so that's a... That's four, it's a 400% difference. Yeah, it's a misre- misrepresentation. It is a complete... Huge. Mis- it's not like he says 12,000 when there's maybe 11,000. Yeah. He says there's 40,000 when there's 10,000. 10, yeah. That's a big difference. That's a big difference. One of the other real important numbers here that the FBI, the uh, Unified Crime Report, came out with. Now, this, this is a good one here. So in 2018, of all firearm homicides all firearm homicides let me reinforce that all of them of the 10,700 or so the number of homicides that involve the use of any long gun any 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 long gun any shotgun any bolt action rifle any semi-automatic the total number of homicides 297 Ooh, so is that 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 includes your ar-15s that includes your ar-15s your ak's Hmm. Your Remington 700s. Yeah, your, your, your 223, your just your, your regular rifles. Anything. Yeah, that's all of them. So 297. 297. Wow. That's every long gun that there was, every firearm homicide that there was the entire year, 297. So let me get this straight. There's a firearms, there's a, a gun violence epidemic involving AR-15s. We've got to get rid of AR-15s mm. because, damn it, somebody has to do something, right? Mm. Somebody has to do something because it always worked out before. Somebody <laughs> has to do something. So 297 taken with long guns in the year 2018. We have 297 dead for overall with long guns. We have firearms, homicide. Uh, and there's about 15 million of about 50 million modular sporting rifles or assault weapons as as um, part-time Mexican uh, Beto O'Rourke likes to say. So there's, a, there's about 50 million in circulation and only 297 homicides in a country of 320 million. So 297, 15 million weapons mm. and 320 million people. That qualifies wow. as an epidemic because I'm going to tell you, if that qualifies as an epidemic, then homicides by hands and feet, also an epidemic, because that's almost 1,600. Oh, wow. Drunk driving accidents, also an epidemic. Driving while texting, distracted driving, also an epidemic. Yeah. Wow. Uh, medical, mispracti- medical malpractice, also an epidemic. If we're using this metric. Yeah. If 200 and, you know, 297 people have a population of 320 million and 15 million instruments out there, is, is qualifies as an epidemic, then we've got more epidemics than we know. We've got an epidemic yeah. of epidemics. I asked the question, why would they do this? And I'll tell you why. It's real easy. It is it is an easy way to power. Yeah. It's an easy way to power. And I don't want to sound like, you know, too Glenn Beck-ish up in here. But if you think about 
politicians, and this is this is old hat for politicians. Politicians like to like to do two things. They like to point at a problem, they like to create a problem, and then they like to tell you that the only way to fix that problem is to elect them to office because they are the only one that has the real solution to mm. the problem. And think about that. Think about that. That is the that's, that's the absolute truth. You don't have to take my word for it. Listen carefully to how the Democrat candidates for the presidency in 2020 listen to how they explain what they're going to do with gun laws. Listen to what they are telling you that you need to do to solve this problem. Kamala Harris is real good at it. She says mm-hmm. she just said she had a uh, a a. Well, she called it a roundtable discussion about curbing gun violence, but there was nobody that was pro-gun there. She had a, a thing in Seattle, so it was all anti-gun people. But somehow you're gonna you're, wow. gonna, you're gonna have a discussion, yeah. just one side of the discussion. So she wanted to do that, but she said, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna give if I'm elected." And she said this before, "If I'm elected, that I'm gonna give Congress a hundred days." to come up with some common sense gun control solutions. And if they don't, then I'm going to do it via executive order. In other words, do what I want you to do, yeah. or I'm going to do what I want to do myself. Either right. way, she's going to do it her way. Yeah. If they don't do it, she's going to do it. So she's just telling you that it's going to get done. But listen, they tell you, they point at the problem over and over and over again. They've created this mass hysteria about mass shootings and about assault weapons and about high capacity magazines and all this crap when the reality is it's just not there is it a problem is there a problem with people taking other people's lives with firearms absolutely there is and we've got to address that but it is not the problem that they say it is that doesn't mean we should not strive for better solutions we should not strive to better our background check system that we should we should always be looking to better what we're doing but it's not the crazed insanity that they want you to believe it is and you know part of the reason that they're doing this is because they have really nothing else to run on what are they gonna say they're gonna fix the economy oh right pretty good yeah it's booming it's doing pretty good yeah so they really they really don't have anything so they have to really point out they got to do this gun violence thing they've got to inflate this Look at it this way. Uh, you know, I mentioned that the politicians point to a problem and then raise their hand and go, well, yeah, by the way, I have the solution. It is the same thing as if if you think about uh, a big, big pharma, big pharmacy yeah. company. Mm-hmm. If the pharmacy company came out and said, hey, look, we've just found out that there's this new crazy disease. It's an epidemic. Yeah. It's an epidemic and it's going to kill everybody. It's going to get your kids in the school. It's going to get you kids on the street. It's killing hundreds of people a day. It's killing people in mass, just mass numbers all over the place. Mm-hmm. It, it's taking everybody out. It's dangerous. It's killing everybody. It's killing 40,000 people a year. But wait, but wait, we're here to save you because we can sell you the cure. That's right. But you have to buy it from us. Mm-hmm. We're the only game in town. Boom. Politicians are doing the same damn thing. Yep. It's the same damn things. And I, and I know you guys, a lot of you guys out there listening, don't buy that crap. You know it's right. BS. But I'm telling you this because this is part of the conversation. This is part of the greater discussion that you need to have with the other side or you know, maybe the people that are neutral. Remember, we talked about we did an episode uh, a few episodes back the air, the anti gun discussion, how to have it. Yeah, this is kind yep. of a, a companion to that. These are hard numbers. These are 
Department of Justice statistics through the FBI Unified Crime Report. And the Unified Crime Report goes back several years. It goes back uh, a decade or better, in fact. And you can see uh, homicides and violent crime involving knives, involving firearms. It, it breaks it down into shotguns. It breaks it down into long guns, handguns, all kinds of stuff. There is just, if you're a statistical nerd like me, then it's that's your game right there. And again, anybody can find that information. It's out. Yeah. FBI Unified Crime Report. There. Thank you, Internet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Internet. <laughs> but this is part of the really part of the discussion that that needs to be had because they are just they're just really they're just really driving it home. I'll give you another example of of the politician creating the problem and then saying that they are the cure. Uh, everybody's favorite bartender, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> so three years ago, this chick was serving drinks, and now she's telling us we're all going to die in 12 years. <laughs> How did she make that quantum right. leap in intelligence? Yeah. Well, newsflash, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't. But what is she asking for? What is she telling you? She's telling you we're all going to die in 12 years if mm-hmm. we don't do something about global warming. We need the Green New Deal. Yep. We need all this money. So if you put in that money, then they're going to tell you, well, hey, this was our idea. It was our deal. You got to keep us in power. We, we, we got to keep this going. It's going to take some time for us to implement this. You got to keep electing us so we can keep it. It's, it's mm-hmm. just, it is just a path to power. If you think about it, honestly, the, the, it. the anti-gun the anti-gun folks on the left, particularly the Democrats, and I'm beating up all Democrats because there are some good Democrats sure. out there. There's some moderate Democrats out there. There's some Democrats that you can have reasonable discussion. You're not gonna you're not gonna agree with everything they say. They're not gonna agree with everything you say. But there are there are plenty of reasonable people out there on the other side. The unfortunate side of that is they they don't get the airplay. They don't get the yeah. airplay in the media. But Democrats, by and large, when they are elected to office, tend to stay in office a very 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 long time. Yeah. And Republicans don't. Conservatives do not. And that that's just a fact. And I think a lot of that is think about Diane Feinstein. Mm. Some of these people that have been around forever yeah. preaching the same. Diane Feinstein has been talking gun control for literally for decades, yeah. decades. And that's what she comes out. She talks about it every year. She gets reelected every year because this year. She's going to do something about it. Yeah. All we got to do is pass this. The beginning of every congressional session, boom, assault weapons ban of 2019, assault weapons ban of 2018, assault right. weapons ban of 2017. You know, it's like, a, it's like an annual award show for her. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. But yeah, you guys be smart about this. Go check out the FBI's Unified Crime Report. It is some interesting, interesting reading. Use this as a tool to have a substantive and factual debate. And remember, we're not trying to indoctrinate we're just trying to educate and as second amendment supporters guys that is your job that is job one so help us help you let's keep the conversation going let's be reasonable let's be respectful and let's get it done we got to take a break we got more to talk about on the other side stay with us this is bullet points 2a talk radio a bullet points media property you know we want to Stay focused on a a forward movement and forward education and a, a sharing of of facts and not this emotional back and forth stuff that we kind of get into. That's the only way we're going to win. We've all got to get yep. on the same page. We've all got to get on the same page, and we're going to get we're going to get ran over, and we're already getting a lot of pushback. So yeah. we've got to learn to to fight that intelligently and and logically and be a uh, you know, be forward looking in this, not just uh, what part of 
still not being friends. You don't understand. Sure. We can't leave it there. Nope. Cannot leave it there. Hey, big shout out to uh, our folks listening up in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. We appreciate that. All the way out to Atlanta, Georgia, and also right here in our backyard in Colleen, Texas. And of course, all our folks here locally, League City, Seabrook, Nassau Bay, Kima, Webster, Dickinson, Pearland, Alvin, Friendswood, yeah. and of course the greater Houston area. We appreciate your support, folks. So thanks for listening to us here on Bullet Points. The Democrats took control of the House, and in doing so, we fully expected from them to see a ton of anti gun legislation mm-hmm. rolling down the hill. And of yep. course, they haven't. They haven't disappointed they have, us. They didn't no, disappoint. That's exactly what we expected. Yeah. Exactly what we expected. And we, you know, we kind of we kind of ring the same bell. But it's it, it it's the same fight. And this is what I'm talking about. This is what we have to stand up against. We see, you know, we've seen uh, uh, universal background check stuff. We've seen red flag laws is the mm-hmm. law du jour uh, this year. Anyway. Uh, we've seen the magazine capacity restrictions, safe storage laws, but the big one is the assault weapons ban. And I get to thinking about the assault weapons ban. It's always the same stuff. It's detachable magazine and one of the following features: right. this, this, that. It's you know, it's a grip, it's a grenade shroud, launcher, yeah, grenade launcher, barrel <laughs> shroud, flamethrower, chainsaw, uh, rocket launcher. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but we always see that. So I thought to myself, you know, how does how did assault weapons become so in focus when we know statistically through the Department of Justice and the FBI, we know statistically that long guns as a whole are used in very few crimes, yet the uh, the the quote unquote assault weapons, I hate even using that term because yeah. it's a fake, it has no real definition. No. It's just a just a generic made up media term as we know. Mm-hmm. So I hate even using assault weapons. I, I I still say that I don't own one because my weapons right. have never assaulted never. anybody. But anyhow, uh, how did we get so laser focused on the assault weapons deal? I mean, it, you always hear politicians say, well, if we can, we got to get assault weapons off our streets. Um, what's his face? Um, Beto, Beto. No, no, that's Robert. Robert, sorry. So, <laughs> so fake Mexican Robert Francis O'Rourke uh, says that they're weapons of war and we've got to get them off the streets. As if people are going around just killing people left and right yeah. with uh, assault weapons. But, you know, with this group of assault weapons, I think forefront the poster child of the quote unquote assault weapons gallery is none other than your favorite and mine, the modular sporting rifle, everybody's favorite, the AR-15, of which, by most estimates, there are between 13 and 15 million in circulation right now. And, of course, there's more and more being sold. Yeah. Um, Especially. Now. Yeah. (laughs) Especially now. Uh, You know, I was talking, we were talking about, I got to jump jump out of here for a minute, but we were talking uh, last week about who was going to be a gun salesperson of the of the yeah. year. I think definitely for the quarter, we give it to O'Rourke. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I think so because the more he talks about that yeah. stuff, the especially more... his last conversation on uh, national television. Oh my goodness. We will take your AR-15. Yeah, hell, hell yeah, I'll take your hell AR-15. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Good. Good luck with that, buddy. Because <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. you're, I think you're 110 pound ass knocking on my door. <laughs> yeah. You, you better bring a couple of people. <laughs> yeah. You can be sure he's not going to be the no, one. No, you can coming. be sure he's not going to be the one. <laughs> now, golly, man, that. Uh, just thinking about that, I'm gonna get. I promise, I'm gonna get back to the story in a minute. <laughs> but just thinking about that, can you imagine if, if honestly, if this gun confiscation thing, if it were law, can you imagine the horrible dynamic that it would set up? Oh. You're gonna have to ask police officers to go door to right. door. You think how many cops do you think are gonna go in Chicago and ask no. all the criminals? They're not gonna do it. No, I think it creates a civil war. Uh, it, it does, and that is. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that's the right term, no. but but there's not another term to use. Right. You can't, I can't think of another way to describe yeah. it either. But you know, that, that's just, that's nuts. And I have talked to, um, I'm friends with a lot of police officers and I can tell you that a lot of the police officers that not only would they not do something like that, they wouldn't, they wouldn't participate in that, that they wouldn't give up their weapons. Right. Either. Exactly. Uh, because it's, it's important it, for people it's a it's it's just a, it's a it's a constitutional right for one thing yes and yes criminals misuse guns but we need to concentrate on the individuals and not on the the method that they yeah. they use you know it just it doesn't doesn't make any sense okay let me get back to this story <laughs> <laughs> let me get back to this story all right so how do how do ar-15s how do assault weapons how do they get this laser hot focus on on the AR-15. That's always the thing that pops up. You know, again, as if AR-15s, as people are just running in the streets, you know, just shooting them, shooting yeah. everywhere. Like it's it's call of duty every everywhere right. you go. And it's simply not. Well, one of the things that happens is the media, obviously, is they have an anti-Second Amendment bias. I mean, they most definitely do. Yes. There's no question about it. So anytime there's something negative that occurs in the news, the media is going to run with it. That, in turn, gives talking heads and politicians and other anti-Second Amendment folks something to point at and go, see, look at that. Mm -hmm. Look at El Paso. Look at Midland, Odessa. Look at uh, Dayton, Ohio. Look at Gilroy, California. And indeed, all these are crimes, but... Has one of them once said, look at the criminal? No. Look at the guy that did it? No. no. They concentrate on whatever weapon was used. It just doesn't make any sense to me at all. And I, I think that, you know, the other part of this is we talk about mass shootings. Now, mass shootings, that's another term that I'm not, I don't really like uh, because they're, there is no definition for mass yes. shooting. So when we come on, you hear these people, and I'll tell you who's really, really good about it. Moms Demand Action in Every Town for Gun Safety, along with the Gabby Giffords Grab a Gun Law Center, Bloomberg, and some of these other folks, they put out these reports on uh, school shootings and these inflated, ridiculous numbers. They are the kings of spin when it comes to yeah. statistics. So not all of these folks draw from the same definition because there is no universal definition of a mass shooting. There's there's just not. Uh, so when or or a school shooting, you know, a school shooting as an example, you know, the every time for gun safety. If a 
you know, two gang members fighting on the weekend on a school with no students involved or at a school with no students involved somehow turns into a school shooting. Yeah. It's right. Nah, it just doesn't doesn't make any sense. So but I'll tell you why they do it. They use it to to scare the hell out of people. Yes. So they can get people on their side. That's right. To help promote their agenda. So let's get back to the mass shooting thing. So anytime one of these mass shootings happen, it really gets the anti-Second Amendment folks really fired up. Really, really fired up. Especially if someone uses the dreaded assault weapon, which is, that was the case in uh, in El Paso. That was an AK-47. Actually, it was a WASR-10. It's an AKM. That's not really an AK-47, but that's a different (laughs) definition. Uh, But uh, in, in Dayton, Ohio, it was an AR-15. was a pistol. It's not actually an assault rifle, but it was an AR-15 pistol. Uh, and then uh, I forget what it was in Gilroy. It was an AK in Gilroy, I believe. And then the Midland Odessa thing was an AR. Yeah. So these are the ARs and AKs. This is what uh, Bateau is talking about when he wants to take this stuff away because he thinks that if criminals don't have that, that somehow these guys are just going to stay at home. Yeah. That's not the case. No. So mass shootings are, are are kind of interesting. And this is, you know, I talked earlier about the anti-gun discussion and how to have it episode. So this is the part of this um, that I think is, is key to a discussion. Um, when it comes to mass shootings, again, no, no definition, no definition. So it's kind of hard to, to say what's a mass shooting and what's not. Well, The folks at the Crime Prevention Research Center, which, if I didn't mention before, is an excellent, excellent source. If you're going to you're going to talk about uh, uh, guns and and gun rights and what really happens and what statistically is real and what's not. The Crime Prevention Research Center puts together a lot of studies based on Department of Justice, (laughs) Department of Justice statistics yeah i cannot say that uh but you know what i'm talking about yes so yeah they uh they put a, put together a lot of that stuff and it's all compiled there so you can do a lot of research uh, from stuff from the doj stuff from the fbi and they recently did a study since 1998 through june 2019 brooks how many mass shootings would you think there have been according to the fbi's definition how many would you think so well, hold on let me let me ask it again from 1998 cool. to june 2019 that's 21 years yeah how many mass shootings do you think there have been according to the fbi the government's definition of what a mass shooting is so i, I couldn't tell you what i would think the government because i don't know what their definition is so i could tell you what i could understand by how the media has portrayed it which is over a hundred yeah, I, over I mean over two hundred. Yeah, I would think there would be two hundred and something. Yeah, turns out seventy one, Se- seventy one from seventy one from nineteen ninety eight to June of twenty nineteen seventy one. Now that's using the FBI's definition, which is honestly okay. So again, there is no universal definition for what a mass shooting is. Right. But if we're going to have the conversation, let's pick one definition and use it. Right. You know, if the FBI is using it, and that's how they keep their stats. They're the ones that are investigating crimes. Right. So that's let's use it. That's let's use that to have the discussion. Now, seventy one, that's not a good number. No. I mean, I would like it to be zero. Sure. But it's not the hundreds. I mean, if you listen to politicians talk and you listen to the media talk, you would think that this is going on yeah. every single day. Right. And indeed there are events that happen, these mass casualty events. 
and we can name off a lot of them over the past three, four, five years. Mm-hmm. And it's not that's not good. No, but I, it's not. But again, it's not the fault of the weapon. So when these mass casualty events happen, we get this just hyper focus on the mass shooting and the assault weapon. Those two things, they always want to tie those things in together. So what we see from this 71 mass shootings, according to the FBI statistics over the last 21 years, mass shootings are really more anomalous. Right. And I say that, that they are rare events in comparison to the overall homicide rate. And the overall homicide rate is largely due to handguns. If we include suicides, accidents, undetermined yeah. lawful uses, also handguns play a big part in that. In fact, long guns, including AR-15s, play a very small role overall in these right. quote-unquote mass shootings. Uh, it, in this same study that I talked about, 28% of these shootings, these 71 shootings, involved a long gun in some way, and 87% involved a handgun. Now, if you're keeping score at home, you might say, hey, 87 and 28 is more than 100. You'd be right, and thanks for paying attention, because yes, it is. Mm -hmm. So remember, there are some of these shootings in which there is a handgun and And. a long gun Mm -hmm. present. So therefore, there's some statistical overlapping there. And because a long gun was present doesn't necessarily mean it was used because a handgun was present in addition to a long gun doesn't mean that the handgun was used mm-hmm. exclusively or or at all or at all. Right. So it, there's there's no uh, there's no part of the study that really uh, really uh, parses that out. So, yeah, 28 percent. So that's that's not the, that's, the, not. that's not every single one of them uh, like we would think. So when these things, this focus gets gets up, I mean, it, you you can blame the media because they take a large they take a large part of the blame. Absolutely, but it is it's kind of the I don't want to say the job of the media, but let's be honest with the media. They report on mass shootings. There's a mass shooting. We see it in the 24 hour news cycle, 24 hours a day for about three or four days, five days until something else comes along yep. that they can talk about. That is just all that's in the news yeah. on every channel, and every channel's guilty of it. You see it over and over and over again, day after day. Get somebody coming in there talking about it, but that is that is the job. That is a a journalistic principle to report on what is anomalous, what's rare, and not what's a day to day occurrence because yeah. occurrence because nobody nobody cares about that. It's the old adage: man bites dog. Yeah, right. If a dog bites somebody, ah, hey, well, that's that's not unusual. But yeah. if if a person goes out and bites a, <laughs> bites a dog, that's a little different, right? And I think that's why Chicago gets skipped over. That's right, because we're so conditioned to mm-hmm. it. No, yeah, it, it. If we look at the numbers, stare at them long enough, it's it's stunning. It's it's insane, right? But it's what we're used to. It's been that way forever in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chicago for forty years, literally. Chicago has traditionally had a really, really high homicide rate. So journalists and news outlets will necessarily report on things that are anomalous. And again, mass shootings, by statistical definition, are anomalous. The other principle that you will always see that is uh, not as highly spoken as the 
the uh, the anomalous occurrence is the old adage if it bleeds it leads mm-hmm. that means yeah. if there is some sort of death some sort of tragedy some shooting uh if a yeah, i mean think about it watch your local news next time you watch your local news if somebody's if there's a murder committed somebody's robbed somebody's shot there's been some drive by there's been some domestic disturbance some kind of something you can count on that being the first story in the yeah. news every time because that that tragedy that that bloodshed that sells that's what news outlets that's what they push forward absolutely so all of this kind of works together in concert i think to bring this hyper focus on the ar-15 and its other assault weapon family members when these things happen Uh, but again they are anomalous and i think that uh that's that's what we need to address a little bit more because if you don't really pay attention to Let's say the shootings in Chicago is always a good example, and I hate to keep going back to that. I don't want to wear that out, but uh, but that's something that no one talks about, and those are literally hundreds of people that are shot a year, every single year, uh, but we don't talk about it because it's not unusual. Yeah. But, you know, four people shot, three or four people shot at a garlic festival in California, that's not supposed to happen, so that's what we're going to focus on. But we had nine people killed in Chicago over the weekend, and not one mention. Bullet Points 2A Talk Radio, a Bullet Points media property.